Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what is up, thinkers? Kathy Gibbons here. Welcome back to another episode of the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast, which, by the way, my family calls calls it the Fit ABC podcast because they think Filter It Through Brain Cell is super long to say, so they shorten it down to an acronym. I'm not sure what I think about it, but my daughter is asking for a Fit ABC hoodie, so maybe we'll have to do something like that. But um, I am working on water bottle stickers, though. I tell you that. Hopefully, we'll have them ready to go next month. So anyways, kind of got off on a tangent there. But let's start off with a quick review of a fallacy we have covered in the past. And today, we'll be reviewing what was part one of a 12-part series I did on manipulation manipulation tactics. I felt like it was a really important um, topic because while they're not technically fallacies, these manipulation tactics are used to make you question your own thoughts, to make you doubt yourself, and they're used to make you do, think, or believe a certain thing. So like fallacies, you have to be aware of them and you have to be on guard about falling for them. So the manipulation tactic we'll review today is called gaslighting. Gaslighting is when someone tries to make you question your own reality or your own sanity. Um, They kind of make you think that you are crazy when you're not. It comes from an old movie from the 1940s where a husband tried to make his wife think she was going crazy so he could admit her to a mental institution and steal her inheritance. (laughs) Lovely, huh? So anyways, here's the question to ask yourself if you think you are being gaslit. Is this person making me feel like I'm crazy when I know I'm not? All right, this kind of a loaded, uh, kind of a loaded question there. Definitely go back and you can learn more about gaslighting if you go back and check out episode 46 of the podcast here in season one. I want to say a quick thank you to our sponsor, Classical Conversations. They have been sponsoring this show for the last couple months, and I am so thankful. Um, Did you know that you can lead your child to live a life fueled by a love for learning with the Classical Conversations homeschool program? And by the way, there was a bunch of alliteration in that sentence. (laughs) If you don't know what alliteration is, let me know. Maybe I'll do an episode on it. No matter which program you join, though, all Parents are equipped with practical resources, with hands-on training and support from a local community of like-minded families so that they can homeschool with confidence from kindergarten through college credit. You can learn more and you can get two free eBooks right now. If you go to classicalconversations.com forward slash Gibbons, that's G-I-B-B-E-N-S and fill out the form. And guys, this is the homeschool program that we have been using now for, I think we're in our 11th year. We started when my daughter was four. She's now 15 and in 10th grade. And we love it. This is where we learned about the fallacies. This is where we have learned the tools for good thinking. It has been such a blessing for our family. So if you're at all considering homeschooling, go, just go check it out. Get some information and see if it might be for you. Okay, let's dive into today's new fallacy. It is called the noble motive fallacy. And this one makes me smile because my husband's name is noble. So anyways, it makes me smile. Okay, so the noble motive fallacy happens when someone believes or wants you to believe that something is true just because they have good motives for wanting you to believe it. 
This fallacy is also sometimes called the noble effort fallacy, sometimes called the good intentions fallacy, and even, I thought this was a cute name, the E for effort fallacy, <laughs> which that's kind of funny. All right, so one example of this uh, noble motive fallacy uh, of how this can happen is when someone is making a recommendation for something. So let's say you fall off a ladder and break your arm. In an effort to make you feel better, I recommend taking vitamin C because vitamin C helps everything, right? Now, I may truly believe that vitamin C is really important for health and healing, but if I were to recommend it to you for a broken arm, regardless of how much I sincerely want to help, it's kind of a bad recommendation. Vitamin C is not the treatment you need most. You need to see a doctor and get an x-ray and get your arm put in a cast, or it might even need surgery to heal well. So you can, can you see how my good motives don't mean that the thing that I'm telling you is true or is the best advice. Another example of this fallacy can happen in politics when people, quote unquote, fall in love with a certain candidate. And I don't mean romantic love, but they just kind of like, no, this is our guy. We're rooting for this guy. We want him to win, right? So they fall in love with a certain candidate because they believe him to be a good person. And because they trust this person, they mistakenly believe that they have the best of intentions and therefore they would never support or introduce legislation that is bad or harmful. Well, this could not be further from the truth. We have to take the time to analyze each and every bill, each policy or each piece of legislation for what it is and not just take someone's word for it because they seem to be a quote unquote good guy. We saw this happen just this election cycle with a man in Georgia who is or who claimed to be a, a pastor. Apparently he's a pastor and he claimed to love people and want the best for people. And one of the slogans that he said over and over again when it came to right for life is he said there's no room in a patient's in the patient's room for the woman, her doctor, and the U.S. government, implying that the U.S. government had no place in deciding health care questions for women. Well, that sounds nice, right? So if this pastor is saying this, he must be a good guy, and we should therefore vote for him, right? Well, that's exactly what hundreds of Christians did, even big popular churches endorsing him because he was a quote-unquote Christian, so he must have good values and morals. Well, that could not be further from the truth. When you actually looked at his policies and the things he stood for and the things he voted for, he could not be further from supporting true biblical values, even though he seemed to have and he seemed to he claimed to have the best of motives. So the problem with the thinking behind the noble motive fallacy is probably pretty obvious to you. Just because someone has or seems to have good motives doesn't actually mean they're right or doesn't mean that what they're telling you is true. As always, you have to analyze the actual argument for what it is rather than just believing the person based on their good-hearted sincerity. It is possible to be sincerely wrong or to be sincere and still be wrong. Now, obviously, there are some areas where someone's motive should be taken into consideration. For instance, in criminal trials, motive is a huge part of the argument. But when it comes to finding the truth of a claim, of a belief or a recommendation, we have to look strictly at the argument itself and evaluate the argument or the claim or the belief to determine whether it's true or not, regardless of how sincere the person who's claiming it might be. 
So another version of the noble motive fallacy is people recruiting others into manipulative groups or even cults. An infamous example of this is what happened at Jonestown with a cult started by a man named Jim Jones. Jim Jones convinced hundreds of people to move to the country of Guyana with him to practice what he called apostolic socialism. He made all kinds of claims and promises and basically preaching a weird and twisted mix of ideas from religion and from socialism. And anyways, he convinced all his cult members to move to Jonestown, Guyana and live in a socialistic commune, which as socialism does, totally started to unravel. Um, And in the end, he convinced over 900 people to kill themselves by drinking poison. And here's the thing. Jim Jones and the people in his cult were totally sincere. They really thought they had the right answers and that what they were doing was the right thing. They had, quote unquote, good motives. And they recruited a lot of people into their group, clearly, who also sincerely believed that it was right. Sincerity and good motive, however, does not make it right. It was a total disaster, which resulted in massive loss of life and heartache for the people who lost loved ones in this incident. So the question to ask yourself, if you think you might be facing or even committing a noble motive fallacy is this, they may have good motives, but does that mean it's true or right? Let me say it again. They may have good motives, but does that mean it's true or right? All right, guys, that's it for today. Remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughbraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughbraincell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughbraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.